0: Well, hey friends, good Saturday to you. It's great to be back with you for another devotional Bible study. I'm coming to you from the cowboy room on the farm. And uh, I'd like for you to turn in your Bibles to 1st, Thessalonians chapter 4. Now for those of you who are newer, Thessalonians may not be a book you've spent a lot of time in yet. It's in the New Testament. It's uh, about a quarter of an inch from the back if that helps. But if you get to Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and then you'll go right next door to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians is uh, a letter that Paul wrote to the Thessalonian Christians, the people who lived in Thessalonica who were believers. And uh, uh, in a large part, he talks about the second coming of the Lord. And that's not going to be the major focus of our, of our talk today, but I definitely want to share with something with you about mourning. We began talking about mourning and the loss uh, that, that many of us maybe are experiencing. And in First Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul says, Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. And then he goes on to say some fascinating things about the coming of the Lord and the blasting of the trumpet and the dead in Christ will rise and all kinds of really exciting stuff that I hope you'll take time to read at some point and study. But for today's purpose, I just want you to focus on that one phrase that we are called to grieve, but not as those who have no hope. And uh, I want to continue on this theme that we started on Thursday, where we just talk about what Jesus said in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, where he said, among other blessings, he said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And if you think about mourning and we're, you know, I just wanted to dial in with you guys for a while about how you're feeling. And we'll, we'll look at probably different ways that we're feeling over the coming days. But one of the feelings that many of us are having is it's just a feeling of loss. We've we've lost certain aspects of our lives. And whenever we experience loss, we experience, we experience grief and we mourn. And so it's such a great encouragement that Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted, that God notices our mourning, and he wants to bring blessing in the midst of it. And here, as we think about mourning, and about grieving some of the loss that we may feel that we have experienced throughout the course of this pandemic, I just want to lift this verse up to you, that as believers, we are called to grieve. Loss hurts. We are called to grieve but not as those who have no hope. I love this. The only reason that a person would grieve without hope is if they believe that death was final. You know, a person who believed that death was final, that when they lost a loved one to death, they would be hopeless. They would grieve without hope. But because Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go there to prepare a place for you, and if I go there to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am you may be also. That because Jesus said that, we grieve, but we grieve with hope, with the the assurance, the reality of eternal life. If we thought that death was final, then we would grieve as people without hope. But because Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, now we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from heaven an eternal house not built by human hands. That because Paul said that because the Bible says that, then we grieve, but not we don't grieve as those who have no hope, but we grieve as people who have the hope, the assurance of eternal life. Now, let's just let's just apply that same principle to any sense of loss or mourning that we may be experiencing in the here and now and we're we're we may be mourning over over certain certain aspects we've lost our sense of control we've lost our full sense of freedom we've we've lost our structure we've lost you know we've lost our productivity many people they're just they're just going through their days without the same level of productivity and the satisfaction that comes from that many have lost the security of uh, the paycheck every other friday they go to work and they were living in an understandable sense of security they were doing the work and were getting used to being paid for the work they've lost that and as i said last time we've lost so much personal connectedness just that that sense of being with one another and encouraging one another just the sight of one another let alone the handshake or the hug from one another and so we've lost so much and it's, and it's important for us to grieve, because grieving, I think grieving does two things. Grieving, first of all, it reflects value. When we grieve over the loss of something, we're saying, I, I valued that. That person or that reality was something that I deeply valued, and now I don't have it. And so when we grieve, we're expressing what is truly important to us. But the, the other reason I think it's important to, to, to grieve is because mourning, remember, it puts us in the place of receiving God's blessing. Because Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So it's such a, an important reality that we, that, we, that we do go ahead and grieve and just declare what is important to us and also to put ourselves in the place of receiving God's blessing. But in the midst of this, and and what I really want you to focus your heart on for today, is that in the midst of your grieving, it is critical to have hope. That's really the role of every believer, is to grieve, yes, because we lose things of importance, but also to just exude hope, exude the hope that whatever is lost, that God has something better for us in the future. And I'm beginning to dream about that. I, I do feel great loss that we're not meeting the way we're accustomed to meeting, that we're not with one another, that we're not doing all the local ministries in at all the same ways that we are used to doing and feeding the poor and caring for, for folks in, in the ways that we have become so accustomed to as a fellowship. And I am, I am grieving that. But at the same time, I'm grieving the loss of that with a sense of hope. I'm beginning to dream about what the new church could possibly look like. I mean, what is the church going to look like on the other side of this? I'm beginning to seek the Lord for a picture of the new reality. Lord, what good thing are you going to bring up from the ashes of this pandemic? And I'm beginning to have a hope in the midst of, of mourning. There's a better day coming, beloved. There really is, and and you'll remember from last week, Psalm 43. We looked at it briefly as part of another, as part of a reference from another psalm. But you'll just remember Psalm 43. I'm going to get there in just a second, And verse five, when when the psalmist was just going through this time and and he was really just emptying himself out before the Lord, and uh, and then he said this. At the end of it, he said, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my God and my Savior, my Savior and my God. So the question is, why would we dwell in the loss? Why would we dwell in the mourning? Why would we dwell in the grieving? Grieving is important, but why would we dwell in it? He says, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? And the answer is, well, because because I'm sad. I'm sad that, that everything isn't the way it used to be. I'm sad at this loss. But then he, says, he tells us what to do instead of dwelling and put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So the alternative to dwelling in the loss is to put our hope in God. Beloved, I hope you'll just join me in that, that we would grieve, but we would not grieve as those who have no hope, but we would focus in our prayer, in our thoughts, in our lives, in our speech, in our in, in our plans, on what God could possibly have for us in the coming future. Put your hope in God. Father, I thank you for these again who are joining me today, and I pray that you will just infuse them with hope that in the midst of this loss, you will just instill them and infuse them with hope, Lord God. Thank you for the blessing that you continue to pour out on us. We trust in you, O Lord. We ask you to wrap us in that Psalm 91 blessing and just put that protection around us as we move through this time, O Lord, as we are sensitive, Lord, to just live by faith and walk in wisdom, Father God. I pray your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I hope to see you tomorrow. I hope to see you in worship tomorrow. I intend to just bring this together in a way We invite the Holy Spirit to come and just give us hope in the place of our morning. God bless you guys.